This is Died X by Dr. Swati Bhatwal. Swati Bhatwal. चलिए आज थोड़ा जन्नत की तरफ चल पड़े शिकारा से लेकर दम आलू तक हाक साग हो या फिर यखनी कहवा हो या फिर शीरमल की रोटी कश्मीर की खूबसूरती के साथ साथ यहाँ दर्द है स्ट्रगल है और यहाँ की कई अनटोल्ड स्टोरीज हैं जो हमें अब धीरे धीरे मालूम पड़ रही है सो इन दिस एपिसोड आई स्वाति बाथवाल पब्लिक हेल्थ एक्सपर्ट पॉडकास्ट होस्ट विल डिस्कस कश्मीर इट्स फूड फ्रॉम कल्चर टू पॉलिटिक्स हाउ कश्मीरी पंडित्स हैव केप्ट द कल्चर इंटैक्ट इवन आफ्टर एक्सिडेंस इट्स अबाउट द स्ट्रगल्स इन रेफ्यूजी कैंप्स हाउ दे बीट द इनएविटेबल वन आफ्टर द अदर today i welcome my favorite guest india's leading journalist and activist a very dear friend mr aditya rajkol please welcome exceptionally talented and voice for kashmiri youth mr aditya rajkol well thank you so much swati it's always a pleasure speaking to you uh well yes we connected uh, during the covid-19 pandemic uh, the worst second wave that you know especially for us in new delhi and ncr it was a terrible memory and yes you know i wasn't the only one there were thousands others who were volunteering and helping out that's the least that we could do and you know even if we were saving five lives each day that meant a lot and you know the kind of satisfaction that we got out of it was immense mm, right and you know i kept wondering for several days what can i do and the only thing that kept uh, you know in my mind because i was reporting but i was obviously you know i have parents who are both about 60 so i could just stay home so what could i do uh, you know in in these four walls perhaps i could tweet and that's where i began i started tweeting these appeals and every day i got thousands of them and uh, you know i connected with thousands of volunteers all across and that's how you know i helped people get medicines get oxygen get medical uh, you know uh, help uh, doctors advice and even uh, at the same time uh sometimes hospital admissions as well so you know those that one week or two week i remember you know i hardly slept and i'm sure thousands others were have similar stories to narrate wow aditya you are truly an inspiration to many of us including me by the way like i said i'm your biggest fan so aditya please allow me to ask you some questions um my first question to you is aditya tell me about your childhood or some memories of growing up like exodus ke baad आपके और आपके फैमिली को किस तरह की प्रॉब्लम्स फेस करना पड़ा बहुत लोगों ने कश्मीर फाइल्स देखा है और ऐसी बहुत सारी बातें लोगों को मालूम पड़ रही हैं जो हमें बहुत पहले जाननी चाहिए वो हमें अब मालूम पड़ रही हैं तो प्लीज़ टेल अस अलर बेट एंड मुझे जहाँ तक पता है मैंने आपके बारे में थोड़ा बहुत पढ़ा है कि यू आर ओनली एट या नाइन मंथ्स ओल्ड वेन दिस हैपन सो वॉट वर द डिफिकल्टीज विच यूर फेस्ड बाई योर फैमिली Well that's true uh, Swati I was just about 9 months old when uh, you know this upsurge in terrorism happened in Kashmir in 1990 and there were targeted assassinations and killings of you know very popular Kashmiri pundits all across Kashmir valley so uh, these Pakistani terror outfits Islamist terror groups like JKLF and Hizbul Mujahideen started killing Kashmiri pundits uh, and you know there was a fierce psychosis and my family like thousands of others also had to move out because you know we couldn't live at a time when you know we didn't know if we will be able to survive if we will be you know perhaps killed and my father was already away because my uncle had met with an accident in chandigarh and uh, my mother and my grandparents were home and you know we were in a joint family so there were others as well and we finally bought a ticket of a bus a bus ticket that i still have 
and we call it the ticket to exile uh, and uh, perhaps on 19 january 1990 we bought that ticket and early morning uh, you know we left and um, since that particular moment we uh, you know we left kashmir and never returned we lost our home we lost our history we lost our culture everything there and uh, we began life from scratch in jammu initially for a few weeks we stayed in a garage that was attached to a cow shed and there were 16 of us uh, as you said i was just an infant and you know i don't remember much during that time but uh, the stories that my parents and grandparents narrated to me that those were horror horrific days i mean uh, people who were used to winters were staying in you know uh, sweltering heat of jammu uh, without any water electricity or money in hand no food or shelter and uh, after a few weeks and months in jammu my father and my family decided to move to delhi i think that was a single biggest uh, important decision that my family took because you know we moved on we started from scratch in delhi we stayed in a room without windows and the first few years were very difficult for my father as well who met with an eye hemorrhage and you know there was a lot of pressure on him uh, but finally he prevailed my mother prevailed my mother got a government job because of their own merit you know they were both phd's from kashmir university they struggled so much but finally they prevailed and you know they didn't let me or my grandparents feel anything but they struggled they worked hard to achieve and uh, you know do good in life this is such a courageous story aditya and definitely a heartbreaking one and that's how we started life again you know any without any kind of a government assistance or you know any kind of freebies coming in from the government aditya that's absolutely gives me that absolutely gives me goosebumps but kya aap mujhe ye bata sakte hain ki like you know what sort of health system were in place for you when uh, when this whole incident happened kya aap logo ke paas koi psychological support tha ya koi emotional support tha because you know leaving your own land can be very traumatic experience it can lead to anxiety depression and many people they lost their loved ones as well so what kind of support system you had from the government or places where people left to um ya aap ek dusre ki madad kar rahe the ya as a community kashmiri pandits were supporting each other you know mental health is an issue that is much spoken about these days mental health is something that has become very very popular i would say with the advent of social media and particularly in the last 10 years true true absolutely but this wasn't something that was of concern back then you know i'm talking about 32 years ago when there was no 24/7 uh, news channels where there was no social media uh, there wasn't much awareness yes uh, you know mental health was a particular section that people knew about but nobody knew or dwelled deep into what the trauma of people who suffered in conflict really meant or people or refugees in their own countries or how the un defines us now internally displaced people uh, how how a traumatic experience shaped their livelihood shaped their own life uh, but yes now that i look back i see how uh, you know people were suffering from post traumatic uh, disorder and uh, there were mental health issues i remember my own grandfather you know when he passed away in 2003 uh of two of he had suffered uh, hemorrhage he met with an operation also but then he got back home but he has ha- had lost memory he only remembered his, his kashmir days he did not remember much about uh days in delhi in exile so he spoke about you know in his room uh, continuously about his kashmir days and sometimes he didn't even recognize me but one day you know uh he 
pointed towards the temple a small temple that was in his room and he said there's somebody sitting here and he's calling me and i was a young person back in 2003 and i got really scared and a couple of hours later he told me at night that you know this guy this person has come closer and he's on this wall and he's asking me to come and i think a day or two days later my grandfather passed away uh, so i still think what would have happened in those last hours what was he thinking what was going through his mind and there are several thousands of such stories you know i met so many elderly who wished and longed to go back to kashmir and suffered so much because you know their entire life has been in kashmir uh, they they were brought brought up in a very different environment they haven't seen this kind of a culture in delhi or jammu or, or other places even environment for that matter and you know my grandparents passed away uh, just thinking that you know they would like to die in kashmir and you know see their home one last time but unfortunately that didn't happen and that is that is that is something you know that remains in my heart uh, there's a there's a certain pain that uh, you know they couldn't see their home once again but uh, mental health is something that we are speaking about now at that time that wasn't the concern the concern was to live the concern was to stand on our own feet the concern was to fight for justice which we still do and imagine the government or the politicians or even the un or the human rights groups nobody has been bothered and only the kashmir files has now brought in the reality of what we suffered so basically you were thrown out of your own home and you were left to fend for yourselves and uh, you rightly said that basic necessity of food water and shelter and above all safety would have been the priority at that time you know as i mentioned swati uh, the basic necessities weren't there i mean uh, people had to struggle so much even for the basic necessities yeah uh, you know common people came in to support and that is at a humanitarian level yes some ngos or some religious groups did charity and supported to a certain extent but there wasn't any cohesive government support that was coming in even the administration local administration was completely against kashmiri pandits you know they were not empathetic at all imagine you know they tried to hide facts they tried to hide the targeted assassinations that happened till now there hasn't been any investigation or a probe on why the exodus happened what led to it who was from the government perhaps helping the terrorists uh, the chief minister of that time farooq abdullah abandoned responsibility did not help kashmiri pandits the home minister of that time mufti mohammad said did not help kashmiri pandits completely he was told by the intelligence agencies that something is happening but he didn't bother so why were these politicians silent and even now it's been 32 years if there can be investigation and justice in the uh, you know sikh program where uh, sikh community was butchered uh, in delhi and you know there are cases still underway why can't there be a probe and investigation and a special probe committee sit on uh, what happened with kashmiri pandits it's high time that the genocide or the ethnic cleansing and the forced exodus that happened needs to be probed uh there needs to be a committee that needs to look into the lackadaisical approach of a certain few politicians from the vp singh government and from the farooq abdullah government so that hasn't happened the only healing will happen the only closure will happen when there is justice till date not a single terrorist has been convicted for the crimes that have been committed against the kashmiri pandits so how can there be any truth and reconciliation how can there be any question of rehabilitation when there isn't any justice so justice has to be the first step uh, terrorists like yasin malik and bitta karate need to be convicted and only that will lead to uh, you know some kind of uh, closure for us 
and perhaps there could be that could be the beginning of truth and reconciliation and some day years from now i don't know if i'll be alive at that time when rehabilitation can happen but perhaps later that could be thought of but right now when terrorism is still very much there right now when kashmiri pandits are still being attacked by terrorists right now when there is a certain population there which is completely you know uh, being managed by handlers in pakistan and terror groups there's no question of kashmiri pandits returning you know we're not fools that we'll you know surrender and perhaps jump into a death trap absolutely heartbreaking and you are right like there is no closure without any justice and i hope it happens very very soon for the community और अब कमिंग टू माई नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन आदित्य जैसे फूड वाटर एंड शेल्टर के साथ साथ एक सबसे इम्पॉर्टेंट सिक्योरिटी होती है वो एक फाइनेंशियल सिक्योरिटी बहुत सारे लोग अपने घर छोड़ के जा चुके थे उनके बिजनेसेस उनके जॉब सब कुछ उन्हें छोड़ के जाना पड़ा दे हैड ऑल दे एसेट्स दे हैड टू लीव बिहाइंड सो हाउ डट कश्मीरी पंडित्स को एट दैट टाइम विद द इम्प्लॉयमेंट एंड you know just starting everything fresh that's a very good question because you know we lost everything as i said we lost our homes we lost our land our ancestral property we lost our jobs and above all we lost hope we lost any hope of returning home we lost any hope of you know uh, getting back whatever we had built or our families for generations had built so everything overnight had just gone away yes the government did finally announce some kind of relief Uh, perhaps uh, a few hundred or thousand rupees but that wasn't enough that was for basic survival to get food water and shelter but what about rebuilding our lives that was the massive problem and one thing that helped the community because you know kashmiri pandits are known for their wisdom for their knowledge for being hard working uh, you know community and 100% literate community so what we uh, what helped us really was education uh, i think oh, i would really like to thank bal thakre of shiv sena who had the vision at that time and later uh, another kashmiri pandit called mk kao who later on uh, became the secretary hrd department in government of india union uh, hrd ministry uh, they helped us with reservation now reservation wasn't like the reservation that the obc or the scst community has or others have this was over and above uh, for instance if there are 40 seats in a class the 41st seat went to a kashmiri pandit so that was something that helped us a lot and in many cases that was on merit also because it was seen who will be able to get it uh, you know particularly in maharashtra so that helped us a great deal particularly engineering students doctors and much later it was introduced in delhi university also so that helped immensely and uh, we rebuilt our lives due to education due to hard work due to perseverance and fortitude so you know even today i ask the government that first we don't want charity we don't want money we don't i'm we are not beggars we'll rebuild our lives ourselves what we need is a certain push or a certain facilitation by the government those economically weaker sections of the kashmiri pandit community who still live in exile in pathetic conditions in jammu their children need to be helped by the government through scholarship through help uh, school education and university education that is the least that the government can do today I mean each politician talks about rehabilitation how can rehabilitation happen you know nobody will jump into a fire where terrorism is still underway now if you're talking about naya kashmir it will take time to rebuild naya kashmir it will take time to end terrorism and till the time you know our our exodus our genocide is being denied uh, how can you even think of people you know returning so first you have to bring in justice then truth and reconciliation and then perhaps later rehabilitation someday 
So financial security has been a key concern, but Kashmiri Pandits themselves have rebuilt their lives. All credit goes to you know the Kashmiri Pandits. Uh, today there are global CEOs, you know head of media networks, uh, any field, scientists, uh, even in government, you know bureaucrats who are Kashmiri Pandits, and have done well for themselves only because of uh, getting good education and working hard and because of our values that was given to us uh, by our families and parents and ancestors. The government failed us, the politicians failed us, the human rights groups failed us, the United Nations failed us. But we will not stop until justice is done. Aditya, absolutely. I have no words. But I must say, hats off to the Kashmiri Pandit community to actually, um, you know, strive so well and uh, do so well in the world. I mean, they have excelled in everything they have done. Now, Aditya, tell us a little bit about Kashmiri cuisines, like kahwa, ho gaya, ruth bread, ho gai, chutney, spices and herbs, and their combination. I know that you like Kashmiri cuisine very much, because every week you come to Matamal restaurant in Gurgaon. Mein. And uh, it's obvious that food is so delicious, that it doesn't matter who So can, us, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the Kashmiri cuisine? Like I Mrs. Annapurna Chak Ji's book, the best way to extract the flavor and color from saffron is true pehle usko dry roast kar lijiye thoda sa fir uske paas jaise flavor thoda sa aane lag jaye to aap usko crush karke usko fir ab garam doodh mein soak kariye and uske baad dishes mein add kariye so kya aise kuch kuch nuske hain jo aap hame bata sakte hain aapke ghar pe use hua ho well yes kashmiri food is really amazing main to kahunga hi because you know i have a certain bias towards kashmiri food but uh, you know uh, the, the kashmiri food is spicy also and you need a certain kind of appetite for it you can't have it on a very regular basis also especially in sweltering delhi heat oh acha i didn't know that but uh, and kashmiri pandit cuisine is much different uh, than the muslim cuisine which is called wazwan so the kashmiri pandits particularly you would have hear you hear damalu haak chaman uh, ali akhain uh, you know monj uh, nadur and uh, you know even uh, brinjal and other you know dishes that are made uh, you know it would go, i can go on and on about it but uh, i can't explain how to make a dish right now but i can surely tell people that uh, if you need any help with kashmiri cuisine if you're interested i would love to help you out either with a book or with uh, you know uh, help in reaching out which restaurant you can go to if you are in delhi ncr certainly do try uh, Matamal, which is in Gurgaon, at the beginning of Gurgaon. And uh, of course, there are many other places where you can order Kashmiri food also. In Central Delhi also, there's Chor Bazaar at Jodhpur House. Uh, there's also Mailability uh, at JNK House at Prithviraj Road. So you can try out all these places. There are many other places where, it, you know, they deliver. So, uh, distinctly Kashmiri Pandit, we do not use onion Achha. and, uh, you know, garlic. Mm or tomatoes in our cuisine but uh, the real deal is the spices the mixture of spices that is used particularly you know in tamalu and uh, several other dishes so, similarly we have non-veg dishes also rogan josh uh, kalia uh, yakhin and mats uh, mutton we are mutton eaters basically so you know that is another uh, great i was a vegetarian for a very long time and yeah I was almost mocked at, you know, ab Kashmiri Pandit ho ke kaise vegetarian ho sakte ho. But yeah, I was a vegetarian, now I eat meat uh, freely, uh, so as to say. But uh, again, another thing is kehwa, you know. Kehwa is so simple, it's it's like Kashmiri green tea. 
and it's so simple to make you can get the kehwa leaves from anywhere you know there it's available at many places matamal i think has an online store where you can order it but if you go to ina market uh, it's there in noida or ncr in gurgaon many places you can uh, the tea leaves of kehwa are available and it's simple you just have to boil water add just a pinch of those leaves and add uh, a bit of cinnamon and sugar and have it it's good for your you know if you have cold uh, if you're not feeling well also the kehwa can do wonders really so yeah uh, i invite you to have kashmiri food uh, experience it uh, uh, your your swati you're invited to my place also or we can go to matamal and explore it but yeah uh, i've seen personally that people enjoy kashmiri meal but yes it's a little spicy so you can't have it on a regular basis but once a person has kashmiri food you know he or she returns to it या तभी तो मैंने देखा है कि जैसे बादाम एंड हर्ब्स को कहावा में यूज़ किया जाता है और कहावा को हमेशा बिना दूध के पिया जाता है बिकॉज़ यू नो द न्यूट्रेंस जो होते हैं जो कहावा के पत्तों से वो ज़्यादा अच्छी तरह से एब्जॉर्ब होते हैं और मिल्क के प्रेजेंस में नहीं हो पाते हैं और सैफरन सैफरन रिड्यूस आ एंगजाइटी एंड फैट इन कश्मीरी फूड इट एक्चुअली कीप्स अ बॉडी वॉम एंड आई थिंक दैट वॉज वन ऑफ द रीजन्स वाई यू नो हाउ इट हेल्प कश्मीरी पीपल वॉक Uh, in the mountains and you know it kept them warm so guys main to aditya ke sath matamal restaurant zarur jaungi aur in dishes ko zarur zarur try karungi aur shayad main aditya se recipes bhi loongi aditya if you agree and uh, jaise bhi jaise ki aap logo ko aditya ne bataya ki jin logo ko bhi kashmiri recipes try karni hai aur book likhna hai to please aap aditya ke social media ko zarur reach out kariye unko follow kariye par wo main aapko dungi end mein आदित्य खाने की बात करा है हमने तो ऐसा तो हो नहीं सकता कि हम फेस्टिवल्स के बारे में ना बात करें तो कश्मीरी पंडित्स कौन से फेस्टिवल सेलिब्रेट करते हैं मैंने आपके सोशल मीडिया में अगेन मैंने देखा था एक बहुत बड़ा लाविश स्प्रेड था वो महाशिवरात्रि का था कैन यू टेल बिट मोर अबाउट फेस्टिवल्स एंड द डिशेज यू एक्चुअली प्रिपेयर yeah so festivals uh, are a key component of our culture and tradition and even though we are in exile you know each kashmiri family you know each and every kashmiri pandit family it no matter they're in delhi bangalore pune mumbai chennai or even us uk anywhere but the traditions are kept alive every mahashivratri we have an elaborate uh, you know puja that happens uh, in our uh, you know uh, temple which we also called thokurkut and uh, at that thokar coat we have these utensils that are used in which walnuts are soaked in water and of course uh, there are there are preparations that are made for hours together uh, with flowers decorative uh, you know flowers uh, etc and uh, of course there's a ritual shivan parvati wedding ritual that is done uh, my parents particularly are very particular so they do it for hours together and we have our meal way past midnight on that mahashivratri so because the wedding actually happened at midnight so they follow that uh, very closely aditya mere to muh mein bahut pani aa raha hai ab to ye cuisine ko zarur try karna hai mujhe yes we have a very lavish meal that day uh, on mahashivratri day uh, most of the kashmiri pandit families have vegetarian some have non vegetarian also uh, as per their customs and their family rituals so we have damalu we have paneer we have palak we have uh, lotus stem which is called nadur Uh, we have lotus stem chips also nadur churma which is called and uh, similarly a few other you know dishes also so uh, again that's quite an experience on the next day of uh, you know uh, mahashivratri which is called herath also 
uh, we celebrate salam in which we prepare uh, uh, you know non vegetarian dishes uh, and you know there are uh, family friends who visit sometimes uh, there used to be a culture of playing har uh, small conch shells that were used to play that is a traditional custom among kashmiri pandits also so yeah mahashivratri is one big festival uh, particularly among the kashmiri pandit community apart from that navre uh, is also navre is the kashmiri uh, hindu new year which is also uh, you know a hindu new year all across india and na- and of course you have different names for it from gudi padwa to navre so navre being another there's sonth also sonth is the arrival of spring in kashmir uh, both for sonth and navre we have a particular thali with uh, rice with a book with a pen with a mirror and with some food items and money which is kept and early morning on both these days navre and shivratri uh, you know we are on navre and sonth i'm sorry we are early morning we wake up and we close our eyes and we open our eyes only by seeing that particular thali so this is a custom that we follow and of course we worship saraswati uh, we worship sharda uh, we have a particular sharda temple in uh, pakistan occupied kashmir which is still there uh, we've been trying to protect it uh, and of course we are uh, the shiv bhakts and you know kashmir shivism is something that uh, you know so many people have written about and i'm sure you can google more about it and read about it so much i have learned from you today and i'm sure the audience who are listening to us they have also had a very deep insight of what kashmiri pandits went through thank you so much for enlightening us today aditya and unfortunately ye mera aakhri question hai aditya aapke liye ki what message do you have for our audience who are listening to us today well firstly swati thank you so much for having this conversation because you know on kashmir particularly on the kashmiri pandit community on uh, what happened in 1990 and how we lived our life over the last 3 decades uh, there's so much less conversation that has happened it's only in the last few years that it has picked up a little and with the kashmir files people have been shocked at uh, the extent of the ethnic cleansing and genocide and injustice that was faced by the community so uh, the massive awareness has been there but this shouldn't be the end my only concern is that this should be the beginning of the conversation so conversations like you are hosting here with me are important uh, if you know any kashmiri hindu if you know any kashmiri pandit speak to them uh, ask them about their family about their history about what they went through and perhaps uh, you know bring in compassion empathy and just listen to them i'm not asking you to contribute money i'm not asking you to you know do charity but just keep this conversation alive tell your family friends about it what had happened and because we are a very small community we are a minuscule minority and that too we are spread all across the globe and that's how we are keeping this uh, you know fight alive this fight to get justice and imagine in these 32 years we were fighting for acknowledgement of what had happened to us so if it took 3 decades to only get this acknowledgement imagine how much time will it take to get justice i do not want another 3 decades of fight for justice i want justice to happen immediately if not now then when so thank you so much swati for having this conversation i'm glad people are talking about it i hope justice is done some day i hope we return to kashmir some day and very interestingly you know every time i've gone to kashmir in the last decade it has only been for work i've never gone back to see the remains of my home that was gutted by islamist terrorists long back So yeah I live in that uh, dream I live in that longing to return to the Chinar shade and you know go back to my home someday 
if not in this lifetime perhaps later but some day we will we will go back to our home thank you swati thank you so much god bless kime ki barfi ho ya jimmy kant ke shahi tukde ya wo kahwa ho ya kashmiri seb kashmir is as unique as its culture and its landscape thank you aditya for giving us your time मैंने आज बहुत कुछ सीखा है आपसे एंड आई एम श्योर इवन फॉर आर लिसनर्स दिस इज़ एन आई ओपनिंग एपिसोड थैंक यू वंस अगेन आदित्य एंड टू द ऑडियंस आपसे फिर बात होगी इन माय नेक्स्ट एपिसोड टिल देन यू कैन फॉलो मी ऑन माय इंस्टाग्राम हैंडल इट्स स्वाति अंडरस्को बाथवाल एंड आदित्य कैन बी फॉलोड ऑन ट्विटर एंड ऑल सोशल मीडिया हैंडल्स अंडर आदित्य राजकौल He is also executive editor of TV9 Network and his work is available all over on digital platforms. So thank you Aditya. Bye everybody and I'll speak to you next week.